Welcome back to Good Girls, presented by HUDAP. We're your hosts. I am Michaela. And I'm Siobhan. On the Good Girls podcast, we will be tearing down societal expectations of the good girl, reminding the podcast universe that good girls are real people with valid wants, needs, and desires. This is a shame-free zone. Whether you consider yourself a good girl or a bad girl, we're all one and the same. This podcast is brought to you by the team at HUDAP, the alternative approach to commitment-free dating. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. The day of love. How beautiful. <laughs> I wish you all could see the look that Siobhan is giving me right now. Ugh. Ugh. Love. <sighs> Disgusting. Ew. Ew. But Can hey. you guys get a fucking room? Jesus. No, I'm good. Thanks. But okay, it's Valentine's Day, which look, we've got a decent amount to unpack today about Valentine's Day because I have some thoughts and feelings. But first of all, Siobhan, are we celebrating Valentine's Day this year? Do we care? Do we have a Valentine? What's the vibes? I don't I have multiple Valentines. Beautiful. Um they're all women. Mm-hmm. I wish it was in the way that you were hoping. And oh. it's not. Me and my oh. friends are just having a Galentine's Cute. day. Yeah, we're just having a movie night, having some ice cream, some wine. Why are we acting like we've all been dumped? Like, <laughs> the vibe is we're watching rom-coms, having chocolates, yeah. some ice cream. Copious like, amounts of it wine. It seems like we're about to... Well, we probably will start crying. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, as I spoke it to existence, it all all fell into place. Um, we probably will be crying, so it actually all is tracking. Okay, beautiful. I think that's going to be a lovely experience. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I am sadly not able to spend Valentine's Day with the love of my life this year, but I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some, some cute little bits and pieces for her because why not? You yeah, should like hide stuff in the house oh. that and like make a scavenger hunt for her for when you're gone. That would be really fun as long as I don't put anything edible because I do have a dog and, and also, she is yeah she is very curious. Um, so I reckon if yeah that would be so cute hide things <laughs> and then the morning of Valentine's Day in New Zealand text her yes. or like message her and give her the first clue via text yes. and then she can do like a scavenger <gasps> hunt around the house. <sighs> And it's you're, like you're, you're there, but you're not girlfriend. even there. I say this all the time. <laughs> I was literally just driving in my car this morning, and I was like, I would be such a fucking cute girlfriend. Like, look how cute I am in this car. I drive my <laughs> man's around, my woman's around. Actually, that's a full lie. I want to be a person. Yeah, obviously. Yes. We all do. You know, sometimes when you're driving in your car, is this embarrassing? When you think, like, do I look cool to other people who are driving their cars? Oh, I 100% think that constantly. And then this morning, I was like... No, I do look cool today. I do <laughs> I've look decided. cool. And I was like, someone would be so lucky to be able to say that's my girl. But nobody's that girl. lucky. You know who's who can say that? My mum and dad. <laughs> Hell yeah. Michelle and Shane, they'd be out here. That's my girl. That's, that's my, my girl. girl. First of all, you are cool. So, and I think you make a great girlfriend. And I'm really excited for when that inevitably happens. Yeah, well, they're going to get a scavenger hunt. Yeah, exactly. I just want to make a scavenger hunt for someone so badly. Yeah. It's ever since I watched Parks and Rec. Oh, so good. I'm changing my love language. My first love language is scavenger yeah. hunts. It's scavenger hunts. I, and I, I just love a treasure map. fun. And like, I like little puzzles and I like little... You know yeah, what? It's because you're in an escape room hot. That's it's why. like depending on who my partner is, if they don't, is it even really a gift for them? It's more of a gift for me to be able to make the scavenger hunt. But also if they don't want it, but yet they're still the person that is gonna like create that experience that you want out of that, then that's a win. 
A as win's as, a win. A win's a win. And a as, win's a win. As long as they're not like, that's fucking lame, don't even bother. Then you're going to be like, this was you're nice. Not, you're not for me. No, yeah. this is a sign that this is not going to work. Should every single time on this episode, me, should I do this in my dating life? Like, <laughs> I'm just at this point throwing bits out every day. Yeah, as you should. Should I do this bit in my life? I was going to say, should I go on a first date and make the person do an escape room with me? I wow. feel like that true would colors. just be truly like 100% you just know everything about that person and as also, soon as you leave the room after an hour. You want the sort of person that's going to respond to the request of a first date escape room. Like, fuck yeah, that sounds great. Because again, that's like a, a weeding out process. Yeah. You're like, if you're not interested in doing an escape room for our first date, then you ain't it. I ain't interested. I ain't interested. And then I ain't interested. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's great. Idea. Anyways, that's my that's my recommendation for you. And I can say it on here because she doesn't listen. She doesn't. She, a, she doesn't listen to the podcast. And B, this is going to come out most likely after Valentine's Day. So like, yeah. it's chill. It's chill. Perfect. Um, but yeah, so I think we'll do some some fun little bits, even though I won't be here. But also while I was writing this episode and like thinking about Valentine's Day, and unless I'm just an idiot and I can't remember things, which is going to be hurtful if any of my ex-girlfriends listen to this, but I don't think I've ever really celebrated Valentine's Day in like a way that you kind of picture celebrating Valentine's Day. How do you picture celebrating Valentine's Day? I don't know. I feel like... And maybe this is just, like, me being such a rom-com bitch mm. that, like, I feel like Valentine's Day, especially in the U.S., is, like, such a big hurrah. And, like, you go through the process the of, like, flowers, asking someone to be your Valentine. See, this is where we disagree, though, because we talked about, like, I will be honest, we talked about it right before we started yeah, the podcast. As we do every About episode. the idea of, will you be my Valentine? And I don't think that that ever was in my head as a thing that people did. Because I always think of, like, <laughs> the one film Valentine's Day. I guess, yes, because they have a scene in this. It wasn't exactly what I'm thinking about, but they there is a scene that fits that in that movie in my brain where, like, kids in, like, primary school or, like, elementary school write valentines to each other. Yes, but Did I you think, have to do that in school? Because I don't remember doing that. We definitely in high school did the roses. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Like, I went to... You did that I, in high school. We did that in high school. school. Yeah, we had all our... I want to say it was roses or chocolates or something yeah. like that. It was either chocolates or roses and you could buy them for your friends. Oh, that's cute. And, like, I'm sure I've... Honestly, I think that's such a serve. That is the gay agenda. That is the gay it agenda. It was the gay agenda that they did that. Which is so ironic because all girls' schools are some of the most homophobic oh, environments. 100%. 100%. <laughs> like, I would say worse than all boys' schools. Girls can be, especially teenage girls, can be real bitchy about, like, you're not attracted to me, aren't you? Or the classic when you don't have a boyfriend and they're like, oh, are you gay? You're like, yeah, what about well, it? Well, like, yeah, I literally was. Like, yeah, I actually am. So, but you don't want to say it because you know you're going to be hit with, did you have a crush on me? Yeah, gross. Obviously. I'm not. like, honestly, the fact that you think I would be your friend if I ever liked you. Yeah, like, no. if I if I had liked you, you would have known. Yeah. Because I would have been horrible to you. I would have been either <laughs> horrible, nasty, mm -hmm. or I would have, like, not spoken to you, not made mute. eye contact. I would have been a deaf mute. Like... <laughs> It's one or the other, and I was neither of those things. I was fun and fresh, which so. means that I had my pussy wanted nothing to do with Charles. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Nothing. Mm -mm. But yeah, so like, I don't know if like the whole will you be my Valentine thing, A, is like not really a New Zealand thing because we don't really celebrate holidays for the most part here. And Every like, day's a holiday. For Valentine's Day, like I've done the like getting each other flowers, or like I've done like maybe like a dinner date or whatever on a Valentine's Day, but it's never felt like a big hurrah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't think anything here feels like a big hurrah, though. I don't think so either. St. Paddy's Day, like, nothing really is, like, 
huge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure we've talked Holy. about this before, but like all of those types of holidays that aren't like Christmas, even like Easter, I guess Easter we kind of. Ever so slightly more, I think. But only really if you're, if you're little. Yeah. Like only like for kids really do we do anything. Honestly, that is not accurate for my experience. My family don't really do much for Easter growing up like when I was really little we used to go to like my dad's work Easter parties because his company was humongous and so there would be hundreds and hundreds of kids but when I moved into the flat Chloe did a scavenger hunt that's cute (laughs) because I'm like mum didn't really do this is the divorced child and me coming out mum didn't really do anything for Easter that I can remember and I think dad did like I have like one really strong memory of him setting up a scavenger hunt in the house which is funnily enough the house that I now own as the house like that's where this memory comes from because we lived there when I was a kid and uh, he set up a scavenger hunt for us and I think part of that is like divorced dad guilt of like we're seeing him four times a year so he's gonna make an effort yeah every single time is like an event yeah yeah but that was really it for Easter and then like we don't really do Halloween to any great extent like I guess like if you live in suburbia you know that there's kids about trick-or-treating, but, like, no one really goes that hard for it. And it's the same with Valentine's Day, St. Paddy's, like... Any sort of, like... Not real holiday. (laughs) (laughs) But even then, like, what? We don't do anything for our national holidays. No. Really, like... No. There was last weekend and we didn't know... Why do we? Why? The only one we really go hard for is fucking Crate Crate Day. Day. (laughs) That's a national holiday. For real, like, actually thinking about it, I'm like... That is the only one that every year I actually have plans. Yeah. Every single year I do have Crate Day plans. Yeah, for those that don't but know, Crate Day is one day, yeah, usually at the beginning of summer. Oh, it's the first Saturday of December. Yeah. And it's where you uh, have to finish a crate of beer yeah, um, in, in a day. But the girlies are fun and fresh and we don't do that. No. Just try and have a drink every time someone that's doing a crate has a drink. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But then they started releasing crates of like RTDs. Yeah. Because so they, the, they knew the girls and the gays did not did want, not the want beer. their beer. Sorry. Bloating? No. On a summer day? No. Yeah. When, when you're like hot and outside? No, thank you. Yeah. Crate day is the only one that I feel like is a real national holiday. It's like an actual national holiday. And you're supposed to put the rock on, right? Yes. The they Ten do Commandments the, like, of Crate Day. Like, yeah. it's, it's actually a big deal. Like, a proper... Which is so Which is so hilarious. hilarious. We still have about seven crates at our flat from last year's Crate Day. Nice. And I, I used to work at a secondhand store. Like, a, like a real... Uh, like, a cool secondhand store. Um, when I was in uni. And oftentimes we would get drop-offs of like abc crates to the store to sell as soon as they were in the door they were out the door again everybody wanted those motherfucking you know crates what's hilarious though we talked about this last year me and michaela privately and i had no idea what these abc crates were yeah. because obviously i'd never finished a crate yeah and i never touched a crate i'm a wine and cheese girly yeah. i was at the snack table with my bottle of wine yeah the yeast in that beer was not my snack no and so it was only last year at crate day that i was like those are the fucking crates that yeah. you were talking about and i was like though you could get that every december yeah you can stock up but i guess then you'd have to buy the beer yeah when i was like a fucking dirty teen in my like I was like 18 19 I had several crates for several different purposes but I for a long time kept my records like my vinyl in a crate 
because they're like the perfect size. But yeah, people are just obsessed. I don't fucking know. If I walk into your flat and you don't have a crate, I'm walking back out. Yeah, clearly you don't know how to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, like we just don't really do holidays in New Zealand in general. And, uh, you know, and it's, I guess it's kind of sad, but also like the way that you see these holidays that are like fake holidays in other places in the world, you're like, that's just kind of a capitalist nightmare. So I don't hate that we don't go hard for holidays in New Zealand, but it also means that like sometimes you just can't live out your like true Valentine's Day fantasy. But you could though. I know, like literally like nothing's stopping you. There's nothing stopping you. If anything, it would be bold and brave to do it <laughs> because it's just not a thing that we do here. Yeah. Whereas Why I not? feel like if you do it and you live in like America or something, no offense to you guys, but you're like sheep. You're, you're like uh, you're just following the herd. That's the only way everyone else is doing here. If you make a big deal of Valentine's Day, that is kind of it's weird. unique, fun and yeah. fresh. Because what, what do you think of Valentine's Day as a holiday in general? What are your general thoughts about Valentine's Day? Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's dumb? I mean, I never ever far. say it's necessary. <laughs> um, but I don't think it's dumb, and I don't think it's unnecessary. Oh, I don't know. It's a hard thing. I think you should prioritize your partner. Often, more often more than, than one day, yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with having a day that is like devoted to someone. It's like you guys and couples like have fun, I don't give <laughs> enjoy a- yourself, whatever. Yeah, like I think it's nice. I think, but again, it's not big here, so no. like no one treats their partners good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're all shit. You're all shit. Um, no, yeah, I like Valentine's yeah. Day. I feel like again, all of this is just I just am not in that place where I have anyone that I'm love but I feel like you like would go that? absolutely oh 100% so if I was in love with someone right now I would be in planning modes I would be writing my little like little Your scavenger hunt clues yes. I'd be writing my little scavenger hunt clues it's just hard because I'm not in that place yeah but as a human being I do think you should be respecting your and loving your partner every day yeah and, and like, making it, them feel special as often as possible. So having a specific day to do that is never going to be a bad thing. Like it's just no. another day that you can treat them good. Yeah. And it's an excuse to like go a little bit above and beyond if that's something that you want to do or make it just that little bit extra special. And I, and I get that. I think my only qualm with Valentine's Day is that I feel like it should be more of a general celebration of love, mm-hmm. but it's so hyper-focused on, on couples, relationships and like romantic romantic love which I think is kind of bullshit I'm like you're you've created a day focused around love like why are we only saying that the love that you have for your significant other is like valid on that day literally like I think there like there are so many ways to show love there are so many ways to express love there are so many people that you can feel love for so I feel like we should just that should be the focus not like 100% Because then it's, it's it's designed to make single people feel like shit. Well, that's like a whole question in itself is like, how does Valentine's Day make single people feel? Yeah. Can I answer that? Not amazing. Not great. Not amazing. Because you're right, it does have this signifier that it's for romantic relationships. Yeah. And especially if you've never had a romantic relationship, it's like, can feel very isolating and like yeah. very... I don't know, just like a yearly reminder that no one loves you. And like, I understand that it is just one day a year and whatever, but I feel like it should be far more socially acceptable to like have that day be about validating 
like all of the love all in your life. forms of love, yeah. Just I feel like slowly it's moving towards that, like Galentine's, like I'm having a Galentine's this year. Yeah, and that's cute and I, and I love that and I love that there's a way that we are kind of taking the holiday and making it work for everyone. But it's also like, why does there need to be this like, I don't know how else to describe it other than like a lesser version of a holiday that we've come up with to make ourselves feel better. Oh, 100%. Like, why does it have to be Why like do that? I have to say Valentine's? Why can't I just say I have Valentine's plans? Yeah. You know why? It's because if I said to you at the beginning of this, yes, I have plans for Valentine's Day and I didn't go into any detail, people would think that I had like a date a or day. something yeah. because that's what, that's where our minds immediately go. Yeah. But no, I have a day with my girls. Yeah. And will I be going hard out? Yeah, yeah, I am. Because why not? But also it's like, yeah, celebrate love with your friends, show love to your family, practice some self-love, perfect day of the year. So, you know, make you know, love, make with love with a stranger. Like, do fuck. It's all about love, you know? And love and lust, you know, same diff. Same diff. Same diff. On Valentine's Day, same diff. That's a free pass. It's absolutely a free pass. But yeah, I just feel like you know even as someone in a long-term loving committed relationship like fuck couples on valentine's day man like on valentine's day <laughs> year, round. year round but like just celebrate love in every way because it's fun and that's what makes me feel good about valentine's day i feel like you can lean into like the ooey gooeyness of love but don't like think that if you don't have a significant other on valentine's day that you're any less worthy of sharing and feeling love on that day you know it's just a day enjoy it it is literally just a day and i'm about to tell you all about how valentine's day came to be okay um just to give us even more validation that it is just a day okay so we all know that valentine's day as we experience it today is is kind of a crock of shit and it's mostly it is, just a, it is a capitalist holiday. yeah like they just want you to spend money on flowers and cards and candy and yeah all that shit it's really it's like literally be for real i already do that every week i already spend <laughs> so much money on candy and chocolate like i don't need more of an excuse now all that's happening is that it's harder for me to get because all you motherfuckers are buying it up yeah and it's all heart-shaped what if Which, I don't want to eat a heart? What <laughs> if I what? don't want that? And the, the way it all started in terms of like the most recognized origin story mm-hmm. of Valentine's Day is a little bit batshit. So it all starts with the Romans which as we know the Romans were just like a little bit of a rambunctious bunch. They were often known for sex and violence, nudity, all of that fun stuff. I want to go there. This story combines all of that into one. So from February 13th to 15th, the Romans celebrated the feast of Lupercalia. Yeah, Lupercalia. Lupercalia? I did, and I want. I really want to prove to the group that I did look up the pronunciation of this word prior to writing this episode, and then I just promptly forgot. So that's on me, but I did try. Not me being like, think of one other Roman word <laughs> that has a C in it so you can, like, figure out how they pronounce it. Let's go with Lupercalia. That feels right. Yeah, I feel like that sounds right. Um, so during these days of celebration, the men would sacrifice a goat and a dog. They would then whip women with the hides of those animals that they had just slain. 
So that Hide is the is like skin. the skin of fur, yeah. Um, Not bloody, right? Well, that was unclear. Okay. And what I Valentina's tribute. It, well, Don't threaten me with a fucking good time. And apparently, that's how all of the Roman women felt. So the story goes that the women wanted to be whipped, that they would line up to participate, as it was believed that the whipping would make them fertile. Um, I'm not going to debate whether or not that they was the case and the women actually wanted it. All I'm saying is that most history um, has been written by men. So just take that. Take I mean, that as you will. We'll put it this way. Probably some of them were keen. Yeah. Clearly from the fact that before Michaela finished the sentence, I was she volunteering was as tribute. She was keen. Like, surely some of them were, but all of them? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> alongside this whipping experience, during the feast, a matchmaking lottery would take place um, where young men drew the names of women from a jar, which feels very like the modern day. games? And... <laughs> does feel very Hunger Games. I'm also trying to picture like ancient Rome and then like some dude with like a glass jar being like I'm seeing like bingo vibes like I'm imagining they're like rolling that ball around yeah. and a little piece of paper's falling out and it's like oh I couldn't think of a single Roman name. No. What is it? Julius. Yeah. Julius picks this bitch. Yeah. This bitch. This bitch. So they would pick the name from the jar. They would then be coupled up for the duration of the festival. Coupled up Romans fertility we're just gonna make some assumptions about what the rest of the night they be fucking they be fucking they be fucking they be fucking and alongside that you know we know how much the Romans loved to be naked so there was a significant amount of nudity at this festival and it was said that a lot of the couplings that happened at the festival would result in like long-term relationships marriages children etc etc so it was seen as like very much an act of matchmaking setting you up with someone that like yes it was random but it was kind of under the assumption that with the fertility aspect and all of the bits and pieces that these people that were coupled together would go on to. What did these people talk about? If I was randomly matched with some random person at a festival here, we wouldn't survive an hour. No. Like, are you for real? I can, I pick the men that I go on dates with (laughs) and I regret it every single time even though they have been fully vetted they've been vetted and I talked to them online and then I still went on the date if it was random are you for Uh -uh. real Uh uh-uh so that was kind of like the original understanding of what Valentine's Day has kind of come to be which I guess apart from the the whipping with fresh animal hide that one's a bit niche low-key that festival sounds fun as fuck yeah sign me up literally And then uh, basically kind of after that, it's also been said that the Romans, sorry, this is kind of beforehand. So during all of this, the Romans have kind of become responsible for the name of Valentine's Day because um, Sir Little Emperor Man, Emperor Claudius II, executed two men, both named Valentine, on February 14th of different years in the third century. So I don't really understand how that, is connected like how we've kind of mushed these things together with just some like random executions with guys that happen to be named valentine but okay it says their martyrdom so clearly they became martyrs somehow like they died unjustly yeah maybe this emperor dude was not a good guy so they were then as you mentioned they were then honored by the catholic church with the celebration of saint valentine's day so that was kind of how we got the name. And then if we jump ahead to the 5th century, St. Valentine's Day and 
Lupercalia were kind of smushed together by the Pope of the time, who was Pope Galius I. So he was basically on a mish to like expel any kind of pagan ritual. So Supercalia was a pagan. I don't even know why I asked. Of course you knew that. Obviously it was. Nudity. A little bit of murder. I really, really, before I die, want to dance naked in a forest. Under the moonlight. Yeah. I want to have that witchy moment. I actually need to. It's a must. The dirt in my toes. Actually, I take that fully back. I do not want dirt in my toes. But, but for the experience, for the I tolerate experience, it. like I'm gonna say it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I will. I will put up with that. I will to dance and frolic under and the moonlight. Under the moonlight, moonlight, beautiful with a bonfire. I'd also Delightful. love to run through a castle in a gown. That'd yeah, be fun. Like a long flowing robe. This is a this is a company idea for us. Uh huh. We should start a company where we make people's like movie fantasies come true. So Ooh. like, if you want to like frolic through a fucking mansion like a palace we like just make a revolving door it's like okay thursdays we film at the mansion and we just get bitches to frolic around in there we just let them live their little tv fantasies i think that's a great idea I think pagan ritual i guess we'll have to do one obviously and look any excuse i guess i guess it has to be done doesn't it It has to be done it has to be done has to be so uh, this pope was trying to get rid of all of the pagan rituals so he essentially like got rid of lupercalia and dove like headfirst into saint valentine's day but also like Kept, kept some of the like kept like the vast majority of it so it's been described as like lupercalia with less nudity because of the christians so um, that seems immediately less fun honestly this is just telling me that valentine's day is what we said it's just about sex and Fucking. fun yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and i guess hoping you might potentially yeah. find the love of your life and the undertones of fertility and love like really held steadfast with this kind of combination of moments that this pope was trying to achieve so yeah <laughs> lip Kali with clothes on is how it's been described as time went on you know the holiday evolved and grew far more lovey-dovey british i believe poet writer chaucer and shakespeare very much romanticized saint valentine's day in their work and in their writing and it became far more of like a beautiful romantic thing than like just kind of focused on fertility and because they were writing about it a lot and romanticizing it a lot it very much gained popularity throughout britain and then throughout the rest of europe in the middle ages it's kind of hard to think about this timeline here, but the Middle Ages come afterwards and that the handmade paper cards became very much a token of St. Valentine's Day in the Middle Ages. So that's kind of where we get that from. It's also crazy because we still do that to this day. Yeah, it is crazy. And then uh, eventually the tradition, especially the tradition of cards, made it to the new world. And when the Industrial Revolution happened, that's when good old Hallmark swooped in in 1913 in Kansas City and began mass-producing Valentine's and Valentine's Day cards. So it literally is a hallmark. Um, Well, it's something that we've obviously got proof of that we've done as humans throughout time. But then Hallmark came in and was like, (laughs) let's capitalize on this. It's kind of crazy that Hallmark cards has like evolved into a massive production company for like movies. Yeah. Hallmark movies. Like honestly, that's, I say that, but 
I know my mum has a humongous box of Hallmark cards at our house. Like like old school ones that she's uh, kept. No, like, no, no, no. Like, oh, like fresh, ready to go. Empty cards. Like right. they're, they're fucking empty. They're, we've got Christmas cards. Yeah. Valentine's cards. Birthday cards. Birthday ones. Birthdays for ages one to ten. I like, love that she, about parents. She was just like really planned. I don't know where. I think she must have got it from like... I don't know how the world worked back then because I know this woman bought it in store. I knew she I know she bought those cards in store somewhere. I just want to know where she got such a strange array of cards and such a big box of them. Like I feel like she must have just been like casually collecting them. For a I long don't time. think Michaela you're understanding how, how many, many cards okay. were in here. Okay, we'll like the it was like a lot, there were a lot of cards. I still think there is a fuck ton in there. Yeah. I just can't imagine. She must have been collecting pre my birth because <laughs> I would have been like, every time I had anything, I needed a card for anything. It was immediate. Primary school, we had a box of cards. Like yeah. in primary school, I was not even 10 years old yet. No. She only had so long to start collecting these cards. <laughs> Like, I think she must have just bought it from, like, a Whitcalls or something. Like, they had just, like, a big box of, like, yeah. empty cars and they're, like, 50 cents and she just went, how much for the box? I true. Because there that was seems like something she no rhyme or reason to the cards she picked either. Like, they're the most bizarre fucking cards you've ever seen in your life. Some of them were so random. It'd be, like, a card with a painting on it. And that's what, it. For what occasion? <laughs> what, any. what occasion? Any occasion? No. Mm-mm. My condolences. <laughs> Like, I feel like that's big mum energy, though. I feel like a lot of mums have a box of cards, a box of wrapping paper. A box of ribbon, And a box of, like, miscellaneous items to be re-gifted. Don't even get me started on re-gifting. Yeah. But, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. My mum is definitely one of those craft mums. Like, yeah. box of ribbons. Yeah. Box of, um, like present bags like, that's handy though that is handy but now all we have left are the wine ones because uh, obviously yeah. we had that box had been in the family for years as well <laughs> but like as children we weren't gifting our friends bottles of wine were no. we now however that yeah. that shit comes in clutch yeah, she yeah. is a genius she is a genius we've used all of the ones that we needed from when we were kids and yeah. now we've moved on to our adult gift she day. planned in advance she knew what she was doing yeah but i feel like i mean i like the idea of valentine's day cards and i think I'm, i've definitely been given valentine's day cards in the past my ex-girlfriend really loved cards in general she was a big card giver for like any occasion any moment not even an occasion would just like find a cute card that she think i liked and like write a cute note on it and give it to me she'd do it all the time but like just after we broke up we were doing long distance at the time and we'd just broken up and then like three days later a card arrived because she'd obviously sent it pre you break pre us breaking up i had a full mental breakdown on the staircase in the house and my dad came home from work so I was living with him at the time and he just did not know what to do with me because I had a full mental breakdown holding this card in my hands. Trauma. I love that men have no idea what to do when someone's yeah. crying. Yeah. Like they literally have no clue. And my dad's such a suck as it is. Like he's he is more or less good with emotion. Sure. But this was like my first proper relationship, a relationship with a woman and I was like 18 and he was like I just I'm gonna hug you. I'm going to tell you that everything's going to be okay. And then that's all I've got for you. And I'm like, that's honestly that's enough. enough. Exactly. Okay, let's take a quick moment to hear from our sponsors, Hudat. 
Hard App is a dating app with the sole mission of helping you get your rocks off with people who like to do it how you do. Say goodbye to swiping and hello to endless scrolling. Scroll through all your potential hookups and send a message request to the bang of your dreams. The good girls are all about being honest, open and fucking kinky. So using My Bedroom, you can add what you like, receiving or giving between the sheets and find your perfect match today. Download Hard App from the App Store. So on the most romantic day of the year... How do we navigate being single versus being in a relationship? And I'm going to start off with some notes on being in a relationship on Valentine's Day. And although we establish almost every episode that there is a minimal amount of men that listen to this podcast, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to just do you all a favor real quick. Put the heart-shaped necklace back. She doesn't want it. Don't get it for her. It's ugly. I don't care how cute you think it is and how perfect for Valentine's Day you think it is. Put it back. She does not want it. No. And I say this as, and actually as I'm saying this, I've had a memory come uh, into my head of me being in year nine. How old are we in year nine? Like 13, 12, 13. 14? 14. I'm I'm young for my year group, so I think I was probably 12, maybe. And my boyfriend at the time bought me a heart-shaped necklace from Michael Hill. And it was one of those heart-shaped ones with, like, hollow in the middle with, like, dimentes on one side of the heart. And I just, know, like, stainless steel on the other side exactly, of the heart. Exactly, exactly, exactly the one that you're talking you about. Um, and the, it's always, like, not even, like, a simple... Because I could get behind, like, a little simple heart yeah. necklace or something like, like that. Like one with like a tiny little solid like heart? 3D heart. Like almost, but it needs to be in the shape of like the Tiffany and Co one. Yes. Fat heart. Fat heart. Because no skinny the hearts. one that they give is like that lopsided with weird, like almost and a curly. curly and no. like it, it like sticks out more and like it's no. more curved towards one side, the, the tip at the bottom. Yeah. Don't do it. Hideous. I'm like, oh. If you are going to get your significant other a heart shaped Piece do of the Tiffany and Co. Either necklace. do the Tiffany and Co. heart shaped ones, or please, for the love of God, run it by her best friend. Yes, just run it by her. I feel like men want to always buy their girlfriends heart shaped jewelry, regardless of the holiday, like whether it's Valentine's Day, whether it's an anniversary, whatever. And like, there's ways that you can do it well, but every man I've ever known has done it poorly. Mm-hmm. So my advice would be to just choose something else mm-hmm. pick something else like flowers are always appreciated but they're also like you can do better than that yeah like i am a firm believer that you should get your partner flowers frequently and randomly yeah like why not it's a beautiful thing and it's like relatively cheap you don't have to go crazy i don't know why like people think if you're getting summer flowers they need to be like a huge bouquet or Just get the 10 dollar ones from countdown or get dried flowers yeah. Like my, my, my partner bought me a bouquet of dried flowers for our anniversary last year, which was very sweet and very unexpected. And I love them and they're never going to die because they're already dead. Yeah. So beautiful. Or you know what's crazy? Like what is her interests? Just get her a regular gift. Just yeah. get her something she'd like. It doesn't need to be like Valentine's Day fucking out the wazoo. Like just get her something nice. Yeah, get and something like, she'll like. And, like, plan a date. And not just, hey, let's go out on Valentine's Day. Where do you want to go? Like, actually 
actually plan a date. You make the reservation, you book in advance, like you do it. And it's funny because like as a woman in a relationship with a woman, we kind of take turns, take turns, person that takes charge a little bit. Like we'll, well, mostly we'll just like talk to each other. Like, yeah. What a fucking concept. We will just talk to each other about what we want to do. But like, I'm sorry, if you're in a hetero relationship and you're the dude, it's on you. Your girlfriend deserves to be treated like a queen. She will get you. She, You know she will get you a Valentine's Day gift. You know she will. So you do all the rest. Also, I'm going to say it right now for free. I can't speak for all of women, but I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to. There's nothing sexier than when someone says to me, this is what we're doing. This is the time I'm picking you up. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, tell me where to be and I'll be there. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. Tell me where to be and I'll be there. You want to get your dick sucked for hours? Just be like, yeah. I'm picking you up at this time. This is the dress code. Yes. If you are going to do this, give her the dress give code. Give a dress code because what, what are, are we wearing? doing? Are we outside? Are, are we, we going inside? to a movie? Because I'll wear comfy clothes. Yeah. Are we going to dinner? Do I have to dress nice? Are we going for a walk? Do I need to wear active wear? Like we've t- we've talked about this before. It's not hard. That's just my two cents on the on the matter. Just I agree. do that. And I agree wholeheartedly. And a lot of that is because on my girlfriend and I's very first date, she did exactly that. She said, I'm picking you up at this time. I'm taking us somewhere that I want to take us. This is the dress code or this is like the vibe. And that's all you have to do. And as someone that in all of my previous relationships was the person that was that had everything. to organize everything. I was also oftentimes the only one that drove or the one that could afford to put more gas in my car. And so I was always the one like having to organize everybody else. Like, and I because of that, I got into the habit of every year on my birthday, the only thing I ever ask for on my birthday is to make zero decisions. And that is the best thing I've ever asked for for my birthday. And I now do it every year because I want one day where I don't have to do shit. I just want someone to tell me where to be and what to do yeah. and make the plans for me so I don't have to think about it. We're just trying to get you guys laid. That's literally. We just heard the HUD ad, make the plans. The because plans. Even if the plans are just to get laid, make the plans. Literally make the plans. Women are so... They have to make so many plans and decisions and everything in their everyday life. When it comes to sex and romance, they don't want to make plans. No. They've spent their whole fucking lives doing everything for Thinking everyone else. And like everything. Planning everything. Like that is a Valentine's Day gift enough. Yeah. Just like, you know how there are all those jokes when you ask a girl what she wants and then she doesn't like any of your suggestion? Maybe suggest better. Yeah. <laughs> Try fucking hard. Maybe don't ask for a suggestion. Just plan it. Just drive somewhere. Be like, okay, I know what we're having. Don't tell her. The anticipation will kill her enough. Yeah. She'll be fucking obsessed. But there's, there's also like, yes, there's nothing better than someone making plans in advance. But if you like get together with someone, say it's like kind of last minute and you get in the car or whatever and you have that first part of that conversation of like, what do you want to do? And like maybe there's like one set of back and forth and then someone just takes control and they're like, okay, I know I've got it. Sit back, relax. Let's do it. Like, so good. I'd kick my feet up if someone said that to me. Fuck yeah. Like, beautiful. Sounds great. So, definitely plan in advance. That's always nice. Um, And this is just a personal fan. You know how we were just talking about movie scenes that you want to recreate? Love in your life? Yeah, look, this is mine. In my mind, there is no more of a romantic date activity 
than recreating the paint throwing scene in 10 Things I Hate About You. Nothing is better. I want, I want to be her. I want to be her. I want to be her. Like R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Sexy. That whole, I fell in love with him so hard. The the man bun? (sighs) I can't cope. Like the little cheeky little smile. I'm literally dripping. I'm literally dripping at the thought. And if someone was like, hey, yeah, let's go on a date and took me to do that paint water balloon because obstacle course moment painful paintball with guns is sore yes that one looks so fun and fresh and also oh. it's smart because you have to physically touch them yeah. it's still like kind of a it's playful vibe yeah it's playful it's like there's that little bit of like competition and like you're getting a sexy level me- of like, aggression i want to say dirty but like yeah, i know you're messy. like you're getting messy and it's I'm getting turned on. Literally. Like, I'm if getting anyone is out of ideas for Valentine's Day this year, please but do where it. Can you, can you actually I don't know. do that? Like, I don't know if there's probably, pl- like, look, there's not a business idea. There's probably places that you can do it, but even if you can't, like, you could set that up in a backyard and it would yeah. be just as fun. Like, come on. Let's get creative here. Let's get creative. Even a water fight, water balloon yeah. fight. Cute. Anything that has, like, a mild level of competition and, like, gets you a little messy. And, like, gets you up in each other's space. Yeah, if you did a Hot. water balloon fight, you'd literally be getting wet. Literally. <laughs> Hot. So th- those are my just my initial hot tips for relationship babies on Valentine's Day. Plan in advance. Stay away from heart-shaped jewellery unless you're 100% sure she's going to like it. Flowers are cute, but you can do better. And if anyone can recreate that scene on my behalf, I would appreciate it. Yeah. That's my thoughts and feelings. So when it comes to being single, and we, I guess we kind of touched on this at the beginning of the episode, but I do feel like there's a big like misconception that like you can't it's like physically impossible for you to have a good time on valentine's day if you're single which yeah. is just a crock of shit like truly absolutely fuck that you can still have fun and you know my personal opinion is like and again we touched on this at the beginning of the episode i don't love the like valentine's day anti-valentine's day mindset because i think as we've spoken i think the day should just be about love but it is still the perfect thing to do because that is doing what we talked about in the beginning of of spending time with those that you love on a day that's about love. Yeah. And I fully support it. I think it's a great thing to do. I think Valentine's Day often makes, especially women, feel really shitty about themselves if they're single. And so the best way to combat that is to surround yourself with, especially women, like women supporting women, women loving women, like get yourselves all together in a fun little group and do some fun little activities. And also those feelings of like not feeling good enough, not feeling loved, not feeling worthy of love because you don't have it on this particular day kind of vanishes when you're surrounded by your single friends because it's that thing where you're always kinder to others than you are to yourself. Yeah. That's the whole point of like why we have relationships, right? So that other people can love you when you feel unlovable. Yeah. When you're surrounded on a day where those thoughts are coming into your head, like I'm not good enough because if I was, someone would love me today. Like I would have a boyfriend or a girlfriend today. When you're with your friends that are single and you look at them, that idea goes out the window because you love these people that you're with. Exactly. And you're like, you deserve to be with someone if you want to be in a relationship you could be you're yeah. so amazing and perfect and hot and sexy and like who wouldn't want to be who wouldn't want you yeah and as soon as you say that like think that in your head when you're looking at your friends it makes you feel a lot stupid for thinking 
bad about the like differently about yourself. Yeah, 100%. So it's just 100%. Mentally, do it, guys. Hang out with your girlfriends. Exactly. And that's the thing. Just the act of showing love to them. Like, is, is A, going to make you feel good anyway? Because showing love to people makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, you're right. It does, like, reaffirm things in your brain. Like, oh, yeah, all of these things I'm thinking towards all of these beautiful people that I'm surrounded by. That applies to me, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, who would have guessed? It, like, just gives you a bit of perspective. Yeah, exactly. And so I think, like, conceptually, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I feel like there's not a huge amount of necessity to go to the extreme route of, like, Jessica Biel's character in Valentine's Day. Of, like, the really strong anti-Valentine's Day. Oh, like, she I hate love. Party, yeah. She has that party every year. And I like I think it's a bit extreme. I don't think you have to hate love on Valentine's Day if you're single. No, I love love on Valentine's Day. I just love different types of love. Exactly. And so you don't need to like completely shit on love and couples and relationships and everything. And I think if you're feeling like you're heading towards the like Grinch of Valentine's Day vibes, like that is your moment to take stock in your brain and go, who can I spend time with today that is going to give me that love and that I'm going to love to feel good on this day of love I feel like honestly I was like heading towards that Mm -hmm. I was quite cynical about loving like relationships Relationships. and stuff but I truly do feel like I don't know what actually has changed I feel like maybe you said this to me Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's accurate though I I might claim it anyway depending on what it is to me but it was they were basically like what is the point of being so guarded when you're meeting someone new because no when you're getting into a new relationship or like trusting someone right because I feel like that's where a lot of the like the idea that women are bitter and stuff mm-hmm. is like that they don't trust men and they yeah. they are like really crazy men are only gonna do them wrong yeah yeah and like I felt the same way for no reason no one hurt me but I just didn't trust I just didn't trust men at all and I realized like regardless you could get hurt. You could live your life so bitter and like so resentful, scared that they're going to cheat on you, scared that it's going to end badly. And it doesn't. Mm. Or it does. Or you could just trust or like be, be naive. Like yeah. I think it was it you that said you just yeah, have to reckless be like, optimism. Yeah, like just be like, a little bit naive and yeah. like be a little bit hopeful and wishful. Like have that wishful thinking because either way you could get hurt or it could work out yeah where and it could work out for ages and then you get hurt like you just you don't know what's gonna happen regardless the outcome the possible outcomes are the exact same the experience of living them are very different exactly if you trust fully yeah cool you'll get hurt in the end but it's gonna hurt just as bad if you suspected they were gonna do it if not worse because it reaffirms those ideas that you had which is that they're not to be trusted so you might as well just actually take that stress and that anxiety out and just be naive and be silly and like hope for the best and if it doesn't work out you'll you'll feel better yeah you'll get over it oh exactly and that's the yeah you're 100 right and when you're going into something new like it doesn't hurt you to be optimistic yeah it doesn't hurt you to be hopeful like it doesn't hurt you to be just like blindly naive because things are going to happen regardless and the least you can do is not immediately make yourself feel like shit yeah like at least if you're going to get hurt like enjoy the part where it's not hurting make the part that didn't hurt fun and make it not stressful so that's my two cents is that yeah if you are feeling bitter about valentine's day or about love in general because something's happened 
just remember there is someone out there that is gonna love you yeah you just need to find them and that's just the hardest part and it fucking sucks yeah but and it's exhausting and it's frustrating and it's gonna happen yeah. and if not guess what you probably have so many friends that would love to spend today with you exactly so just so chill. spend it with them just chill and also you know fuck it go on a date if you want to yeah. go on a date get yourself some casual sex like it's just another day. Have fun. I would like to phone a friend. I'd like to ask men if they feel like it would be weird if you asked them out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, and so this is leading to my final thoughts and feelings about Valentine's Day because I do think that there is a general uneasiness when it comes to going, particularly on a first date, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Obviously, any place that you go on the night of Valentine's Day is going to be fucking romance to the nines. Like, it's going to be crazy. I didn't even think about that because when my friend messaged me to be like, should we hang out on Valentine's Day? Mm. My immediate thought was, let's go out for cocktails. And she was like, we will be surrounded by couples. couples. I was like, and you're like, oh, you're so right. right. Let's go to your house. Yeah, let's make cocktails at home. Let's make cocktails at at home <laughs> and I and I totally get that it is you know one of the most loved up days of the year like I understand that there's like a little bit of discomfort there but I think it all depends on your intentions yeah like if you're scheduling a first date with someone and you have every intention of there being a second third fourth fifth date maybe go for the Wednesday not the Tuesday you know what I'm saying like it, it's just another Tuesday we don't need to do that Valentine is on a Tuesday this year right I think, I think so. And that's the thing. If, if if you are really, like, going out with the intention, like, if you're in the point of dating where you're trying to find someone to settle down with, maybe give Valentine's Day a pass. Just as a first date, bit of pressure. Maybe let's not set yourself up for that. But if you're just trying to get laid, like, you need to keep in mind that everyone around you has Valentine's Day on the brain, whether they're in a relationship or not. And so the very least you can do is fucking throw someone a bone and get laid on the day that everyone's thinking about love anyway. Yeah. Like, why not? It's why a, not? It's supposed to be a, a day filled with love and joy. So, you know, And as we up. said, self-love. Self-love. Exactly. And if your self-love includes getting railed. Absolutely. Then it, go for then it. it includes getting railed. Absolutely. Go for it. But, you know, say it with me. Communication is key. And if your intention is just to get your rocks off this Valentine's Day, just say that. Just say that. Because anyone that's also, like, keen to hang out, just have that conversation. Just to make sure that they're in the same position as you. Yeah. Because, again, someone might be trying to find the love of their life on the most romantic day of the year. Which... Each to their own. Each to their own. And I feel like lots of places do like Valentine's Day mixes and stuff if that's what you're after. You're yeah. wanting to find someone. Work, because there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with actually feeling a bit upset or like sad on Valentine's yeah. Day because you do want a relationship. There's nothing wrong with It's just more about how do you want to spend that? Do you want to spend yeah. it sad or do you want to spend it with other people who probably feel how you do? Yeah. And also just making sure that, you know, you set expectations for yourself and for whoever you're spending time with. Yeah. It's the same with, like, if you're going out and spending Valentine's Day with a group of friends and none of your friends have said that they've actually got dates later on that night and they're all going to leave and they didn't set that expectation with you, that would feel shit. Yeah. It's, it's the same. Communication. Yeah. As we say, communication is key. Communication is key. Like, just be straight up. You don't have to set anything up that's, like, really datey and, like, really romantic. Like, if you just want to get laid, you can simply go to their house. Just get laid. Um, but just be straight up. Like, this is what I want Valentine's Day. Yes, okay, it's Valentine's Day, but it's also any other Tuesday. So let's just 
get down to it please and I think at the end of the day like the only thing that really makes Valentine's Day romantic is the perception of Valentine's Day yeah it really is just another day and if you're setting your expectations to just have some fucking fun on a Tuesday night great then you're gonna have fun because it's a Tuesday night and normally you'd be in bed so why not you know and whether that's with other people or with yourself exactly and that is my final thoughts on Valentine's Day. Siobhan, do you have any other final takeaways about the day of love? Ditto. 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 Look, a short and sweet episode for Valentine's Day. Fitting. How fitting. But I do um, I do have homework for everyone this week. I would like to know everyone's best and worst Valentine's Day experiences. Even if you only have best and only have worst, I want to hear it. I am obviously not going to be able to spend Valentine's Day with the love of my life this year, so I will be living vicariously through all of you. So please send us an email, tell us all about it. You can reach out at goodgirls at hudapp.com. Dish the dirt, I want to hear it. And outside of that, you can always follow us on Instagram, goodgirls underscore podcast. And happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, and we will... Talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.